And good evening, everybody. Joe Beningo back with you again. The O oh, the Pain podcast, Monday, January 24th, 2022. And the uh, Joe Beningo O oh, the Pain podcast brought to you by, of course, the Hackensack Brewing Company, Beach Camera, Anita Tires, and our newest sponsor. And we love having them. What a great weekend they had. And that, of course, is DraftKings. Well, if you are a fan of the National Football League like I am, you could have not had a better weekend than we had probably. And I've been watching football since 1960. The first game I ever watched was the NFL championship game in 1960 between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Green Bay Packers. I was seven years old. I'll never forget it. Watching it with my father. We were over at a friend's house, and that got me hooked. You know, the Eagles with Norm Van Brocklin. Chuck Bednarik, of course, the great Lombardi Packers, who were just becoming that great team, as that would be the only playoff game Lombardi's uh, Packers would ever lose to the Eagles that day. But that really got me hooked. And I've seen, I was seven years old, like I said, and I have probably seen every NFL, AFL, even you know, with the AFL in the 60s playoff game since then. I have never seen a divisional round weekend like we had. Four unbelievable games. Every game was a walk-off win. Every game was decided on the final play of the game. And it was un- – I mean, every game was unbelievable. You could start out with Saturday with the, with the Bengals win with the field goal uh, uh, to, at the end of the game there to, uh, to advance to the uh, championship game as they knocked off the number one seed Titans – Same thing with the Niners in the snow and the cold in Lambeau on Saturday night with the field goal by Robbie Gold uh, to knock off Green Bay and and really send both number one seeds home. How about that? Both number one seeds went down on Saturday night. Then the game yesterday where the Rams had the 27-3 lead, try to give the game away with all the turnovers. The Bucs and Brady come all the way back to tie it, only to see uh, Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup with two big plays to set up the game-winning field goal by Gay at the end to send the Rams to the championship game and send Brady home. And then maybe the greatest football game I have ever seen. And, I, and I, I've talked about this, all these games that I've seen, so many great playoff games over the years, certainly in the divisional round. You know, you go back to that Christmas Day game back in 1971 between the Chiefs and the Dolphins that went into two overtimes. One by Miami, the immaculate reception in 72. Franco Harris beating the Raiders. The Sea of Hands game when the Raiders beat the Dolphins in 74. Ended their two-year run as Super Bowl champions and really ended that Dolphin team as it was. Uh, The ghost to the post in 77. The the Raiders knocking off the Colts. I mean, there's so many great games we've seen over the years. Uh, We could go on and on and on. But none was better than what I saw last night. The 42-36 victory by the Chiefs as they knocked off the Buffalo Bills. What a game. And and maybe the best game I've ever seen two quarterbacks have. I mean, how good was Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen in this game? I mean, unbelievable. Throwing the ball, running the ball. Not only were they, you know, doing what they were doing, throwing it, as Allen threw four touchdown passes, uh, Mahomes threw three. Both of them led their team in rushing. Both of them rushed for over 60 yards in this game. I mean, it, it was it was unbelievable. No turnovers, just a crazy game. 25 points in the last two minutes of this game. Back and forth, back and forth it went. Uh, with the Chiefs leading 26-21, to 21, 
going into the last two minutes, fourth and 13 for Buffalo, season on the line, and Josh Allen hits Gabriel Davis in the end zone for the go-ahead touchdown. They hit the two-point conversion. They got a three-point lead, but still a lot of time left for the Chiefs in this football game, and it didn't take them long. Mahomes hitting Tyreek Hill for that 64-yard catch-and-run touchdown as Hill's waving to the defense of Buffalo as he goes by him. Uh, the Chiefs take the lead again at 33-29, only to see the Bills come right back down the field again. Josh Allen just unbelievable as he again hits Gabriel Davis for the go-ahead touchdown, but just 13 seconds left. You're saying there's no way Kansas City could come back in this game. Now, they had all three timeouts left. They only needed a field goal uh, to tie the game at this point. And you just, but even Mahomes, you're saying, boy, you know, Buffalo's going to win. I mean, how can they come back with 13 seconds? Well, you saw clock management and you saw Hall of Fame caliber play at its best. First, you saw Mahomes hit Tyreek Hill for the first down timeout. Then the pass over the middle to Travis Kelsey, getting them into field goal range. And then Buckner comes in the game, and Buckner had missed a couple kicks already. He missed a field goal right before halftime. He missed an extra point in this game as well. He nails the uh, 49-yarder to send the game into overtime in 36 and 36. And you really just felt at that point that whoever got the football first was going to win the game because you know the rules. If you get the ball first in overtime and you score a touchdown, that's it. The game's over. Uh, had uh, you know Kansas City only gotten a field goal, then Buffalo would have had their shot. And, of course, this game would have went forever because no ties, obviously, when you're talking about the uh, the NFL playoffs. But uh, you just had the feeling that whoever got the ball, that the defenses were just so tired in this football game that there was no way that either defense was going to stop the other's offense. And uh, the Chiefs went right down the field, eventually winning the game on that seven-yard pass uh, in the corner of the end zone from uh, Patrick Mahomes to Travis Kelsey. What an unbelievable game. 42-36, the final score. The Chiefs go to the AFC title game for the fourth straight year to become the first team ever to host a conference championship game four years in a row. And, of course, they will play the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, who uh, how about them? What a run they've been on. Uh, two tremendous wins here uh, in the playoffs, beating the Raiders and then beating the Titans. Uh, that's going to be a terrific game coming up on Sunday, but the Chiefs have a chance to do something that only three other teams have ever done in the history of the NFL, and that's get to three consecutive Super Bowls. The Miami Dolphins from 71 to 73 did it. Obviously, the Bills from 90 to 93, the only team ever to go to four consecutive Super Bowls, even though they didn't win any, win, win any of them. And then the Patriots in 16 to eight, uh, 2016 to 2018, three consecutive Super Bowls for them. So the uh, Chiefs will try to become only the fourth team in history to go to three straight Super Bowls. What, what a game. And Patrick Mahomes. I mean, let's be honest about this, okay? And Josh Allen's phenomenal. I mean, he's Josh Allen right now is coming on very, very fast when you talk about the top quarterbacks in the league. But you could talk all you want about Brady and, and, and Aaron Rodgers, you know, whatever quarterback you want to give me. Is there really anybody in the NFL better than Patrick Mahomes? I mean, how good is this guy? I mean, the escapability he has, the ability to make these crazy throws, all different angles, underhand, sidearm, however you want to do it, you know, getting away from the pressure like he does. Is there really anybody better? And Josh Allen is coming on fast. I mean, Josh Allen was just phenomenal. I mean, he's just an, I said this last week, just an absolute beast. 
I mean, the way he can run the football, you know, he, you know, Patrick Mahomes can run and he's tremendous. And he had that one big run early in the game for about 40 yards. He really had a fabulous game, you know, throwing it, running it, the whole deal. But when you see Josh Allen run, he runs like Larry Zonka. I mean, you know, he, he runs like he's uh, he's going to run you over, like a, a power fullback, you know, going back to Jim Brown and what we see in the modern day now from Derrick Henry. Just unbelievable, Allen. And uh, But what, 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 a, what a win for the Chiefs. I mean, again, when you are a championship caliber team, when you're the champion, I know they didn't win the Super Bowl last year, but they got there. You know, you got to go a long way to knock out the king. You got to go a long way to knock out the king, and Buffalo just couldn't do it. Just a uh, really, really brutal loss for the Buffalo Bills, who for the second straight year go down to the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs last year in the AFC title game and this year in the divisional round. Just probably the greatest game I've ever seen. It's hard for me to think of one better. I mean, especially those last two minutes with the 25 points in the last two minutes, the fact that there was no turnovers in this game, very, very few penalties in this football game yesterday. Uh, the quarterback play, again, you're hard-pressed to see a better quarterback uh, qu uh, quarterback game between the, the two teams than we saw with Allen and Mahomes yesterday. It really, uh, you know, I was trying to think of any game, you know, in this magnitude of a game, when you're talking about, you know, a playoff championship caliber game, I don't think I've ever seen a better one. And just just incredible. And the people in Buffalo, and I have no love for the Bills. You know how I feel about them being a, a Jet fan and in the AFC East and all of that. But uh, it had to be uh, as tough a loss, <coughs> excuse me, as you could possibly have uh, if you are the Buffalo Bills. But congratulations to Kansas City. Really one of the all-time, if not the best game in the history of the National Football League. Uh, you know, uh, just, un you know, you could talk about the Allen and Michi game back in 1958. Obviously, I didn't see that. You know, they call it the greatest game that was ever played, the sudden death game, the game that really made the NFL, won by the Colts in Yankee Stadium, 23-17. to 17. But, you know, the ice ball game with the Packers and the Cowboys, I mean, we, we could go on and on. Not many better than this game last night as the Kansas City Chiefs will advance to the AFC title game for the fourth consecutive year, and they will play the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, the other game yesterday, what a game that turned out to be, the L.A. Rams. Uh, and the and the Tampa Bay Bucks, uh, the defending Super Bowl champion Bucks yesterday in Tampa, and that was just an unbelievable game too. I mean, you know, as it, it looked like it was a blowout, it looked like the, the Rams were just going to blow the doors off the uh, Bucks in this game. They had a twenty-seven to three lead. They were putting the uh, Ram defense, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd. They were putting all kinds of pressure in this football game on on Tom Brady. Brady turned it over a couple times. He had a fumble that was uh, a, a turnover. He also threw an interception in the game. But <clears throat> things kind of started to change right before halftime. At this point, it's 20-3 to in favor of the Rams. And then the Rams started to turn it, turn it over. Cam Akers fumbles the ball on the three-yard line, uh, stopping the Rams from getting even a field goal at that point in the game. It's 20 to 3 at halftime, though. You're still feeling pretty good if you're the Rams. The Rams got the ball. They scored early. First drive of the second half. They took a 27 to 3 lead. And then the craziness really, really started. First, Cooper Cup, after a, a Tampa field goal, makes it 27 to 6. Cooper Cup, and he had a phenomenal game. I mean, he caught that touchdown pass earlier in the game from Stafford to make it 17 to 3. But he fumbles here. 
It's recovered by Tampa. It leads to a buck touchdown. Leonard Fournette taking it in the end zone. It's 27-13 at that point in time. And then things really get crazy. And, and this is where I get a little nuts with coaching. And we see this all the time. You know, these coaches, they just get too cute. I don't care how good they are. I don't care if it's Sean McVay. I don't care who, who the guy is. And in this case, it's McVay. 27-13 uh, at this point for the Rams. Late third quarter. And Von Miller comes in and sacks Brady. He fumbles. Miller recovers it. The Rams have the ball on about the Tampa 30-yard line. So you got a two-touchdown lead. You're already in field goal range if you're the Rams to give you a three-score lead. Don't you just at this point in the game just run the football. Get Matthew Stafford, who had a phenomenal game yesterday. Get Matthew Stafford under center. This is what you do. Hand the ball to Cam Akers. Hand the ball to Sony Michelle. And that's the play. Don't get cute. Don't get crazy. Well, what happens? Very first play after the turnover, the Rams are in the shotgun. And I'm like, what the hell are they doing in the shotgun here? The center winds up snapping the ball over Stafford's head. I don't think Stafford was ready for the snap. They both, a crazy chase 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage to the ball. It's recovered by Tampa. And that, of course, sets up a touchdown uh, as Brady hits Mike Evans beating Jalen Ramsey like a drum to make it 27 to 20. And I'm watching, when this is happening, I'm saying, what are you doing? If you're Sean McVay, why are you, why do you need Stafford in the shotgun there? Put him on the center, hand the ball off, run the football. Nah, nah, these coaches, you know, they all try to outsmart each other. And that was huge. And that really, I thought was almost, to me, that play call there almost cost the Rams the game. That made it 27 to 20. Uh, the, uh, the Rams get the ball back, a little over two minutes to go in a football game. And for the second time, Adamakong Sue strips Cam Akers, second time in the game, Akers fumbles, and we'll see how that affects him next week when they play the 49ers in the NFC Championship game. We'll see what Sean McVay does with that. We're probably going to see a lot more of Sony Michelle than Akers in this game. He fumbles. Tampa Bay recovers. It sets up the touchdown. It ties the game. Leonard Fournette takes it in, 27-27, and then – Matthew Stafford, probably his finest moment of his career. First, he hits Cooper Cup for a big first down for about 20 yards, and then Cup over the middle behind the secondary, clearly in field goal range, and Gay hits this one. Remember, he had missed one earlier from 47 where he was actually short. You don't see a lot of guys you know, uh, uh, coming up short from 47 yards. Uh, Gay had done that earlier. He makes this one. He knocks it in, and the Rams win it 30-27. to 27 ending the uh, the one-year reign by Brady and the Bucs. And we'll see what happens with Brady now. There's speculation he might retire. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the guy's still, you know, very much at the top of his game. Even at 44, he's still one of the best quarterbacks, one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. There's no question about that. And I wonder if he wants to go out uh, with a bitter playoff loss. I think it all depends on if he thinks this Buck team can get back and, and uh, make another legitimate run to win a Super Bowl. I think that's probably going to be a big part of it for Brady. But we'll see how it plays out. There's plenty of time uh, for us to see that decision in the offseason. But the Rams win it 30-27, to 27, and they will play their nemesis, their division rival, San Francisco 49ers in the NFC title game. The Niners have beaten the Rams six consecutive times. And remember this, 
uh, both times, obviously, obviously this year. And remember the final game of the year where the uh, Niners had to beat the Rams just to get into the playoffs. And the Rams had that 17-0 lead, had a 24-17 uh, lead late, only to see Garoppolo come down and tie the game uh, uh, with no timeouts, going 80 yards for the tying touchdown. And then eventually the Niners winning in overtime. So that game will be in L.A. next Sunday, the late game at 6.30, of course, on Fox. And uh, it'll be very, very interesting to see if the L.A. Rams can get to the Super Bowl and knock off the Niners and end a six-game losing streak to San Francisco. Okay, Joe Beningo in the on the Older Pain podcast. The day after, just a phenomenal divisional round weekend in the NFL, probably the best that we've ever seen. Uh, let me get some love here to my sponsors before we uh, move on and we'll break down the games from Saturday. First of all, my good buddies at DraftKings, want to thank them again for coming aboard. Uh, had a terrific weekend, I'm sure, with all the uh, the stuff, all the betting that was going on uh, in the NFL this weekend. Had to be crazy. And now we move from the divisional round. We move to championship Sunday next week. And uh, that'll be wild, I'm sure, as well for DraftKings. And, you know, uh, DraftKings, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And they're celebrating with huge odds boosts for new customers counting down to Super Bowl 56. New, new customers Get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just five bucks, get 280 in free bets if your team wins. Now, if the sports book isn't available in your state yet, although it is here in New Jersey, has been for a while, also now in New York as well, you can still get on the action uh, in the uh, championship Sunday. Everybody can play for huge cash prizes with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest. DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of bucks in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Uh, easy for me to say. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code O to Pain. How about that? O O H T O H T H E P A I N. Very hot. I'm still a little pumped up from the games yesterday. Get 56 to one odds on any NFL team. Bet five bucks, win 280 in free bets if your team wins. Promo code O to Pain. 56 to one odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the National Football League. you got to be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania. Uh, only new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and a dollar wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem called 1-800-GAMBLER. Of course, my buddies at the Hackensack Brewing Company, uh, my guy Mike Jones. Uh, again, want to thank everybody. For a couple of weeks ago, we had that great uh, Friday night live podcast at the Hackensack Brewing Company. We'll do another one before all is said and done uh, coming up in, in the next coming weeks, and we'll let you know when that's going to come down. Uh, you know the deal. They're located 10 minutes off the GW Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4 Hackensack's Fairmont neighborhood. Uh, the tap room's open from 4.30 to 10, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 on Saturday, 12 to 8 on Sundays. Uh, come in, have a few pops. You got all those restaurants in the area. If you want to bring some food in, they'll deliver it right to you. Uh, at the uh, Hackensack Brewing Company, 78 Johnson Avenue, Hackensack, right behind the tombstones. Check it out. See everybody there. Uh, Mike Jones, uh, uh, TJ, my, my son-in-law, Andre, all of that at the uh, Hackensack Brewing Company. Of course, Beach Camera, my, my good friend as well, Isaac, and all the great stuff he does there. And you can find incredible prices on all the TVs or whatever you want, all the electronics. They offer all the top brands. LG, Samsung, and Sony. They've been in business for over 30 years. 
Give our buddy Isaac a call at Beach Camera, 732-993-6385. Stop in 80 Carter Drive, Edison. Let him save you some money as well. Use code Joe B for 15 bucks off your order of $100 or more at BeachCamera.com. And uh, go see Isaac. Does a tremendous job there at Beach Camera. And, of course, Anita Tires, my son Johnny, his, his boss, Ari. Go see them. Uh, you need tires, any kind of service on your car, check them out. Uh, Anita Tire, Westwood Avenue, Rivervale, New Jersey. Tell them I sent you, and uh, they'll certainly take care of you over there at Anita Tire. Now, the game's on Saturday. Uh, again, two terrific games, both walk-off games as well. We'll start with the game on Saturday night uh, in the cold and the snow in Lambeau. One by the 49ers, 13-10 to 10 over the Packers. We all know how great Aaron Rodgers is, but this is the second year in a row now that we have seen Aaron Rodgers at home, uh, you know, home, home, home field advantage, the whole thing, get knocked off and get shut down by uh, a uh, somebody's defense. Last year it was Tampa Bay's. This year it was San Francisco. Green Bay scored that on the first drive of the game to take a 7-0 lead. They would not score a touchdown again in this football game. But the story of this game was special teams. And that's really where San Francisco won this football game. Blocked field goal right before halftime. Mason Crosby had his kick blocked, and that kept the game at 10-3 at that point in time. And then the game-winning play with the Niners leading 10 to, uh, with the uh, uh, Packers leading 10-3 late in the football game. Blocked punt, returned for a touchdown by San Francisco. That tied the game at 10-10, and eventually – the Niners would win this game 13-10. Robbie Gold with the game-winning field goal, game-winning walk-off field goal, and just unbelievable. I, I, I don't know what else to say. But I will say this. As great a quarterback as Aaron Rodgers is, he reminds me a lot of Dan Marino in this way. Both great, both all-time great quarterbacks. Both have only been to one Super Bowl. The difference between Marino and Rodgers is that Rodgers won that Super Bowl now 11 years ago after the 2010 season when they beat Pittsburgh, whereas Marino, who went to the Super Bowl, the only one he went to the second year of his career at the end of the 84 season, lost to Montana in the 49ers and never got back to another one. Well, similar for Rodgers because he's never been back to the Super Bowl either, even though he did win it, and that's the big difference. Rodgers won his Super Bowl, Marino didn't, but how many brutal losses have you seen now Aaron Rodgers and the Packers lose in the playoffs? And everybody talks about how bad Mike McCarthy was as a coach. And we did, look, what we saw two weeks ago with the Cowboys, one of the worst coach games, if not the worst coach game I've ever seen. But at least McCarthy, when he coached the Packers, he won that Super Bowl. How good a coach really is Matt LaFleur? I mean, he's got this, he's got this one of the great quarterbacks of all time. He's got a terrific football team in Green Bay. Their defense is sensational. I mean, the Packer defense really shut down the Niner offense. The Niners did not score an offensive touchdown in this football game, despite the efforts of Debo Samuel, had a terrific game. And isn't it amazing how the Niners continue to win in spite of Jimmy Garoppolo? I mean, he threw that big, big interception right before halftime by the end zone to snuff out probably their best offensive drive of the game. He also threw two or three other passes that could have easily been picked off, just passes to the sidelines that were floating out there that the Packers could have easily picked off, but they did not. But Garoppolo continues to win. I think he's 34-15 and 15 now as a starter, and he's back in the NFC title game. Remember, they went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. We may see a rematch 
of the 2019 Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the Niners, and that could very well happen again. But getting back to Rodgers, I mean, how many brutal losses have, has Rodgers and the Packers had in the playoffs? Uh, how many how many NFC title games? Two years in a row at home with the home field advantage, and their offense got shut down. I mean, outside of of, uh, of uh, Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, I mean, that, that was it offensively. Nobody else really did anything offensively in this football game. A.J. Dillon did score the only Packer touchdown, and then he got hurt, and that definitely didn't help the Packers because they really need Dillon and Jones for that one-two punch run in the football. But how good a, co- a coach is Matt LaFleur? I mean, really, let's start. Let, you got to start to think about that, that they could never get over the hump. He's got Rodgers, but he loses yet another. This is four years in a row now that LaFleur and the Packers have lost a brutal playoff game and uh, not gotten back to that Super Bowl. So to me, a lot of similarities between Rodgers and Marino. You could argue all day who's better. I'd still, you know, as good as Rodgers is, I, I, Rogers is, I still probably would give Marino the edge. You know, I'm an old school guy. But it's very, very close. Obviously, both Hall of Fame first ballot guys. Marino, of course, already in. Rodgers will be in as well. But the only difference between these two, as far as I'm concerned, is that in the one Super Bowl he got in, Rodgers won, whereas the one Super Bowl he got in, Marino did not win. Another brutal playoff loss for the Green Bay Packers as they are eliminated. And the Niners, that smash-mouth Niner team, a tremendously well-coached by Kyle Shanahan, they move on now, play their arch-enemy, the L.A. Rams. NFC Championship game should be terrific in L.A. on Sunday. And as I mentioned, the Niners have beaten the Rams now six consecutive times, including that game, to get into the playoffs in the final game of the regular season. And then the other game, the Bengals. Give the Bengals credit, man. Nobody's talking about the Cincinnati Bengals, but here they are in the AFC Championship game, first time since 1988 when Boomer Esiason was the quarterback. And, of course, they they won that game, and they went on to lose the Super Bowl to the 49ers. This is the third AFC title game the Bengals will go to. They won the other two, 1981, uh, when they beat the Chargers in that game, that crazy game when it was 50 below in Cincinnati. And then Kenny Anderson was the quarterback. They went on to lose the Super Bowl to Montana and the Niners. And then in 88 with Boomer, they beat the Buffalo Bills in the AFC title game in Cincinnati as well and then eventually lost the Super Bowl again to Montana and the 49ers. Uh, This time it'll be on the road for the first time for Cincinnati. Look, they're dangerous. Remember, they beat the Chiefs the next to last game of the season in Cincinnati, 34-31. They came back from a 10-point deficit to win that game, and that's the game that won the clinched the division title in the AFC North for Cincinnati, that comeback 34-31 win over the Chiefs. I don't know if it's going to be the same thing. This game's in Kansas City, a little bigger stakes. That game really didn't mean that much for the Chiefs, who, you know, had already locked up their division title and the whole deal. So, uh, you know, but it's going to be a little different now in an AFC title game. But Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, you cannot discount how good these guys are. I mean, they are uh, terrific. Joe Mixon can run the football. Uh, and, hey, look, and I thought Mike Vrabel had a terrible game coaching the Titans on Saturday afternoon, I mean, you know, going for that two-point conversion after they had tied the game at 6-6 after that penalty that uh, put the extra point now on the one-yard line. They decided to go for two. It was too early in the game to do that. They didn't get it, and that came back, you know, certainly to bite them uh, in this football game. Later on with the score tied at 16-16, 
They had a third and one from about, I don't know, maybe around a 30, 25-yard line or so of Cincinnati game tied at 16-16. Third and one, how about just the quarterback sneak there for Ryan Tannehill? And Tannehill did not play well, obviously. Three interceptions, first play of the game. He got picked off just a second after Iron Eagle. And we all know what a great announcer Iron Eagle is. Iron Eagle, first offensive play of the game. Right before it, he says, well, the uh, Titans have not turned the ball over now for three straight games. First play, Tannehill's intercepted. That kind of set the tone for the game as Tannehill wound up doing three picks in this football game. (coughs) Excuse me. Including the pick with 20 seconds to go that set up the game-winning field goal for uh, Cincinnati. Burrow hit Chase for about 20 yards, and then the uh, the game winner uh, to win this game, 1916, the kid McPherson, what a kicker he is, as he made four kicks in this game, including the 52-yarder easily that winds up winning it for Cincinnati. But, you know, third and one, how about a quarterback sneak for Tannehill? No, no, he gets cute. A fake to Derrick Henry into the line, and they did a great job shutting down Derrick Henry, who did not look like himself in his football game. Fake into the line, third and one. Uh, to Henry, and then kind of a delayed quarterback draw for Tannehill. He gets stopped. On fourth and one, they give it to Henry, and he gets stopped. And I thought that was a critical part in this football game, but give Cincinnati uh, all the credit. They go to Arrowhead to play the Chiefs. That'll be the early game, 3 o'clock on uh, Saturday, uh, excuse me, Sunday afternoon. And, of course, that'll be uh, on CBS with Jim Nance and Tony Romo. So a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, divisional playoff weekend. Every game won on the final play of the game in walk-off fashion. Probably the greatest football weekend we've ever seen. I think it's hard-pressed to say anything else. So have a great week. Uh, enjoy it. And uh, Joe Beningo again signing off for the Older Pain Podcast Monday, January 24th. All the love, everybody.